Hey, this is dating coach Joshua Segafis. On this podcast, we talk about how men and women can level up their powers of attraction and desirability to take their dating life to a whole new level. Stay tuned. Keep listening. I'm about to show you how it's done. All right. Joshua Segafis here to record a video for my YouTube podcast. Today, we're going to talk about talking about confidence. Confidence is sexy is the title of this video. Um, but it is also missing from most people's lives. I just wrote a blog post about this topic and I published it and I'm going to embed this YouTube video in it as kind of a, an extra bit. And I'm going to kind of touch on some of the things I talked about in this post, but I'm going to expand on them a little bit. So, so the thing about, the thing that I see the most, I think when I go out and about, when I meet new people, when I do social things, I see an incredible, like an incredible lack of confidence. I, I see so many people who don't believe in themselves. I see so many people who struggle to like put themselves out there in, you know, in a way that makes you think, oh, like they're very confident, they're very capable. It's pretty rare to meet someone who presents themselves as truly confident, truly competent, right? Um, and so this goes for men and women. So men want to see this in the ladies they're dating, and ladies want to see this in the men they're dating. And there's many reasons for it. Um, confidence does, um, it does convey a sense of competence, and, and that's a strength. Partners want, uh, people want competent partners, right? When they're dating, they don't want someone they have to take care of. They don't want to be a caretaker. They want someone who is going to add positively to their life, right? Um, and confidence is one way that we can convey that to people, that we have that. So, you know, if you have two, two different people and you set them side by side, and then you think, well, or, or and they both, you know, one of them acts extremely confident, and, and they have, you know, confident body language, and they're answering yes to all the questions and they're like yes you know i could do that i believe i could do that i have experience with that i it's not a problem like i totally believe i could i could achieve that result and then the other person's like ah, i don't know i just i really doubt myself i i don't know if i'm really capable i just i just don't know about it i've, I've never really done much right before don't have much experience don't really believe in myself very much if you put these two people side by side and you had to choose one to become a partner for you, you know, in your life here, you know, whether it's dating or business or whatever, you're more likely probably going to be attracted to the more, the more confident person. And, and for good reason, you need competency if you're going to survive in life. You need to be competent. And if you attach yourself to people who are not competent, that's going to be a detriment, right? Okay, so this is really, really important for dating. Uh, and, and for if you're looking for a boyfriend, if you're looking for a girlfriend, if you're wanting to put yourself out there, find relationships, if you're wanting to level up your attraction and desirability, confidence is really, really important. And it is actually even more important nowadays because so few people exhibit like powerful, quiet confidence, right? Um, most people actually radiate quite the opposite. They sort of shrink down. A lot of people don't even go out and meet people because they're so they lack such confidence that they 
they would just rather sit at home, you know, and, and like not even try, right? And that's why online dating is so, like, online dating has become so popular. And I know a lot of people say, well, it's convenient and, and it saves time and, you know, and it's, it's a quicker way to meet people who are looking for the same thing as, well, those things might be true. But another thing that online dating does is it facilitates the meeting of, like, it facilitates the connection for people who lack the confidence to go out and make those connections in real life, right? Now, when we're online dating, I think it's really important to ask ourselves, are we online dating because we're not confident enough to go out and meet people in the real world? Or are we really online dating because, you know, we're legitimately very busy and we need to find an alternative way to broaden our social circles? I think this is a really important question to ask because I am not opposed to online dating. Um, you know, in, in theory, I'm kind of opposed to it in the sense that it becomes a handicap for people and in, it becomes a numbers game. And because the very little connection can be established via electronic communication, right? Video chatting is a little bit better. Um, talking on the phone is a little bit better. But when you're just swiping on profiles, on pictures, and then reading bios, I mean, you can do that. Um, but it is a numbers game and with so few different mediums at your disposal, you know, as far as like, you know, you have a visual medium, which is the picture, and then you can read a little bit about them, which may or may not even be true. So the amount of information you're getting, and then the picture, they may not even look like their picture, right? So you, they, they tell a couple little lies in their bio and they don't look like their picture. And you're basically talking to someone who for all intents and purposes, isn't a real person, right? And it's, at that point, it's, it's like glorified catfishing, you know? So that's, nobody wants that, you know? And so, so that's kind of my problem with online dating, if I have a problem with it, you know? And, but another thing about online dating is that a lot of people use it as a crutch because they lack the confidence to go out and meet real people. Now, this is why confidence is so important. If you are in a room full of people who are about as attractive as you, you know, and, and they're about as successful as you and about as competent as you, and, and if you're, you know, if, if you're all at roughly the same place in the dominant hierarchies of that social group, you know, so obviously the leader of that group is going to stand out, you know, the people in charge. But if you're all pretty much at the same level, then there are going to be a few things, well, there's many things, but a few of the things that are going to cause you to be able to stand out are going to be your body language, the way you assert yourself, the way you make eye contact, the, the way you dress, and the uniqueness of how you dress and, and, you know, like how you maybe do your hair um, if you're accessorizing or whatever, like that all plays a part. Um, but but that body language and that eye contact and, and that general sense of confidence and competence is really, really going to stand out. It's going to become, it's going to be a huge factor. I know that when I walk into a room full of people, it's so easy for me to see who is confident and then who is not, right? And so, so people who are confident, they tend to get our attention. And as humans, we kind of have this curiosity about confident people. We kind of want to know more about them, right? And, um, and we want to be liked by them because if they're confident, 
if they're confident, there must be a reason for it. And see, that's that competence. They are communicating competence. And so we automatically want to be liked by them. Not, this isn't like, obviously there are exceptions to the rule, but I'm talking about as a general rule. That's how, that's how we feel when we come up to someone who's more confident than we are. And so we're automatically put in a situation where we are trying to impress them, or at least that's the impression we get. Like this is a person to be impressed. And so if I, if I were to do, if I want to do well, I should impress them or I should try to try to perform very highly or, or I should try to, you know, display myself in such a way that, that they will, they will see or come to believe that I'm at their level. Right. And, uh, now, if we reverse that, and you are the most confident person in the room, well, you all of a sudden, you're surrounded by people who have this, this inner mechanism at work where they're vying for your attention, right? And they want to get your attention. They want to earn your respect. They want to earn your approval. They will be displaying themselves for you, showing off to you. Like, we do this in a professional we do this in professional environments. This happens in the high school cafeteria all the time. You know, um, this isn't just about mating behavior, but it is a part of mating behavior. And it's a, it is absolutely something that, that plays a big role in who we notice and how we notice them, right? And of course, well, you know, if you, you have two really confident people who, who meet each other, it's, you, you know, you can really notice it and that gives off a lot of energy, right? Whereas it's like a big energy, like big energy in the room. Whereas when you have two people with no confidence, they probably won't even meet each other. And if they do, it's going to be very small energy, going to not be very noticeable. They may barely squawk to each other to say hi, you know. And so that's much, much different. And of course, it's usually not so even. Usually one is more confident than the other. But it's always in your, it's always to your advantage to be more confident because it, it, whether you're a man or a woman and you're walking up to a potential partner, you're introducing yourself or you're being introduced or whatever, and then that person, that person's gonna sense right away your level of confidence. And so, and then they're gonna, they're gonna gauge right away whether it's more or less theirs, right? So, and right away, from the very moment you meet them, there's this decision that's made. And it's almost subconscious. Like, it, it is really subconscious. They, they make it without even thinking about it. The brain makes a snap judgment. And either this is a person that I need to work to impress, or this is someone who needs to impress me. And for attraction's sake, you definitely want to be the first. You do not want to be in a situation where someone feels like where someone feels like they don't have to try to impress you at all, right? That puts you at a disadvantage. You would much you would be much preferable to be the one who's confident enough. And confidence isn't the only thing. There's, there's other things that play into this, you know. Um, there's there's the way we assert ourselves. There's body language that goes beyond confidence and, and more, you know, there's sociality included. So how we deal with people and how good we are at maintaining eye contact. You know, you can have high confidence and be bad with body language. And you can you can be really good. You can have high confidence and you can be bad at maintaining proper eye contact, right? And, and you can be bad at gauging physical proximity if you're very confident. In fact, if you're too confident, you may get too close to people. And if you're unaware of that, that can throw them off, right? So 
there's a proximity thing. People don't want you know, there are people of a space bubble. So confidence isn't the only factor. There are many factors at play here. But but confidence is a big enough factor that it's instantly noticeable. And so when you're going into a situation and you're possibly going to meet someone or you're going to a party or you're going to the club or you're walking into a workspace or whatever it is, um, if the goal is to be as attractive as possible and to display yourself for potential dating partners, that strange noise in the background is my cat, by the way. He, he's making lots of noise. Um, your best your best option, and you're going to give yourself the best odds of success if you walk in and you can manage to, if not be the most confident man in the room, to at least be very, very confident, or woman, you know, most confident man or woman. Um, it's really, it doesn't matter. Um, it, it's equally helpful for men and women. Uh, so, so you want to walk in and, and hopefully you can have enough confidence that you are the best, the best at cultivating confidence confidence for yourself in that room, right? And then so you are the most confident. And then people walk in and and then you'll automatically be put in this position where where you are revered as being more attractive because of your confidence level. Um, now in in my blog post I talk about two different ways to to increase your confidence level and to generate more confidence for yourself. And, and this is something you can do. You can level up your confidence, but it does take practice. In, in my life, I, I struggled for years and years with, with low confidence. And, and you can read the blog post. Um, well, I'll, I'll just touch on the two things here. The, the, the first way to build up confidence is to work on improving your performance in the areas where you lack confidence. So you know, if you're really bad, if you're really bad at a video game, and then, you know, you go to play the video game, you're probably not going to be very confident at it. You're just going to be doing stuff, throwing stuff out there. You may not even, um, you may not even, you know, like, you may be fun, but but you're not going to feel very confident. And your movements in the game are probably going to be a bit timid, and you're going to, you're not really going to know what's going on. The more you play it, though, and the, the more you practice, the better you get at it. The more likely it is the more likely it is that you'll gain a higher developed sense of confidence. And then you actually become better at the game, better at the game. And as you become better, you become more confident. And so it's like a positive feedback loop, right? A lot of people, they think that, well, if you want to be confident, you just have to believe in yourself. But that's only half true. Um, you know, as they say, faith without works is dead. So if you have faith in yourself and be confident, that's, that's better than nothing. But if it's fake it till you make it, if you don't make it, it's not really going to be long-lasting. And it's, it's also going to look a little bit fake, probably, because people will start to pick up on that. If you don't back it up with, with results, people do start to pick up on that, right? And, but more importantly, you will start to pick up on that. So, the, you know, genuinely working on the areas where you don't feel confident. So if you don't feel attractive, if you don't like your body, genuinely going to the gym and working out every day is one way to develop more confidence in your body. Um, for me, I had no idea how to talk to women when I was younger, right? And so I would, I would walk up to women and I would, you know, I would try to talk to them. I would try to be confident and it just came off as so, um, I just, I just looked like a nervous wreck actually who's trying to act confident and it, it didn't do me any favors and it, it wasn't necessarily, um, it was a good time in the sense that I was learning, but but it wasn't a good time in the sense that I got good results. 
Um, but I, I kept at it and I tried and I practiced and I, I would I would talk to more people and I would I would always go up and engage and, and pretty soon I, I just got more comfortable with it and I did get better at it. And then as I got better at it, I started to become more confident. And then as I became more confident, that also made me perform better. And so what you have is you've got a positive feedback loop where you you get better and then you feel better better about it and then you get better and so on and so forth. And so um so you need to focus on those areas in your life where you're lacking confidence and you need to improve on them, right? Um, sometimes people deal with like imposter syndrome where, where actually they are relatively competent at something or they might be, you know, fairly competent, but they still lack the confidence. Well, that's, that's kind of a different thing altogether, but I still believe in improving the area where you lack confidence because even if you are reasonably good at it but not confident in it then proving to yourself that you're competent by repetition and doing and succeeding over and over again um every time i <laughs> put my hands on the table my camera shakes it's on my computer monitor um that will still prove to you that it's better and it's very work focused right it takes effort you can't just think to yourself, oh, magic word, I have, I'm confident now. I don't believe that's the way it works. In my experience, that's never been the way it works. You have to generate confidence through hard work and effort. Now, the second way is you can work on being yourself more often, being more authentically you, right? So if I walk into a room and I try to be someone I'm not, so let's say, for example, I walk into a room and I, I try to just be really cool. I try to talk cool. You know, I'm not much, I'm not a very cool talker. Um, that just I don't feel confident in that. I'm just I just say what I think and and I you know I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of to the point and I'm I like to I like to talk about the details and I like to talk about the science a little bit and I like to kind of describe things in a basic way. I'm just not a very fancy talker. And so if I but if I walk into a place and I try to act like I'm a fancy talker, eventually that's going to wear me out. Even if I'm good at it for like 30 seconds, that's a lot of work. To pretend to be something you're not for that amount of time that's a lot 30 seconds of a conversation is a long time to pretend like you're something you're not and so then um you know you just get kind of exhausted and then and then you don't feel confident and it doesn't end up being good it doesn't feel good and it doesn't come off well and it's not attractive right so when i'm just myself i have my best odds of 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 really being confident got to be yourself more often right be genuinely and authentically you and not being afraid that'll run people off it might run a couple people off you know and if you have some really bad social habits you may want to train this out but for the most part you just want to be yourself be genuine authentic and that's gonna you know once you become comfortable with that and you feel comfortable being yourself which again is done by repetition and doing and the work so you you be yourself you get used to being yourself you get good results from that and then that makes you confident to be yourself which is the best way to be by the way to pretend to be someone else is actually it's kind of it doesn't really work and it's not very efficient unless you're a con man or you're really good at it you know if you're really good at being someone you're not okay um that's another conversation but i most people are not i'm not and um for me it it doesn't make me feel confident i'm more confident when i when i'm letting myself be myself right and so that's the thing um, I used to struggle with low confidence a lot when I was younger, and you know, and I I went from being um, I went from being somebody who struggled, struggled, struggled with confidence. And now when I walk into a room, um, a lot of times I'm I'm arguably, you know, probably the most confident person in the room. Right? Uh, I oftentimes feel like when I'm in a room full of people, a lot of people 
I get the sense from them that that they are trying to prove you know that they're competent to me and and the reason for that is because I just am legitimately confident I'm not and I've learned that through work you know I'm not I'm not like a super guy you know I'm not like super rich I'm not super good looking I'm not super great at picking up women I'm not super great at um, at you know, I mean, I mean, I'm really good at the things that I'm good at. I'm not super, super great at anything. I'm, I'm not like a superstar, you know. And so, but the thing is, is that I have basic human levels of confidence that I have achieved through hard work and perseverance, proving the results to myself. And it's been a journey I've been on for about three or four years now. So, so even in that amount of time, it's it's added up to a lot, right? And it's pretty rare that I feel like I have to prove myself to someone these days because I just I'm just really confident. And even if I even if I don't feel super confident in like the like uh, in the sense that I've achieved like super big things, um, but I also have come to a place where I I don't even think that that's what's important anymore. You know, like because I believe that the longer I work on the things I care about the bigger my successes will be, and, and that's always proven to be true. And so I don't really have a need to prove to anyone that I can do anything because I believe it myself. I've proved it to myself, right? And so that confidence has definitely increased my attractiveness, my desirability. It's, it's pretty obvious that it has. I've never, I've probably never in my life had so many uh, reasons to believe that people perceived me as attractive because I, you know, I, I get talked to a lot. I get, I get hit up a lot, and and it's uh, it's very, very good, right? I, and it's very, it's very enjoyable. It makes life better, you know. Um, being confident will absolutely make your life better. Um, so, to close it out, I will just say this: confidence is an absolutely under-realized strength in our world. And if you can develop it, and you can get better at it, you will stand to gain many, many benefits from that. But it does take work, and it takes time. But more than anything, it takes work. <laughs> and you have to be willing to work on the things that you don't feel confident about. There's no magic mind bullet that's going to, I mean, you can have realizations, but there's no magic mind bullet that's going to solve your confidence problems all in one go. You have to work on it every day and develop good habits, right? So like for me, for example, I go to the, I work out five days a week. That gives me much more confidence about my body. When I wasn't working out at all, not as much confidence. It's just, I mean, it's just, it is what it is. In my life, that has proven to be the real thing, like doing the work, showing up for yourself, developing those higher levels of confidence through that hard work. All right, guys, that's all I got for today. Go with grace. Never give up your power. So Josh gave us signing off. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit www.joshuasagathis.com. Catch you on the flip side.